I just, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity of being here this morning. It's, it's such a joy and a privilege, and, and, and I appreciate it so much. Brother, thank you for allowing me to use your pulpit this morning to share with you uh, the ministry of the Gideons. And I'm sure all of you are uh, probably familiar and you, you've heard the story, but folks, it's still going on. It's a never-ending process. It's, it's an ongoing ministry, and, and it's just like the church. We're an arm of the church. We're not competing with the church. We're an arm of the church. We, we come from churches just like this, you know. Uh, uh, you have Gideons that, that come here. And, and uh, we appreciate this opportunity to be able to share with you this morning. And I'm just going to throw this in a little extra. If your cup has not been filled this morning, it's because you had it turned over. Uh, my cup is running over. The saucer's got a blessing this morning and already. And I just appreciate this wonderful singing. Uh, my, 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 it's so fitting and, and it's so true. It has a message uh, uh, within it itself and it's just... Oh, my heart is just, just bubbling over this morning, and I can't help it. And I get a little emotional in this business right here. This is, this is, this is serious business. God's Word is. Uh, the, the Gospel of John, the first chapter and the first verse is, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that's what we're dealing with as, as, as Gideons is the Word of God. And we're trying to get it out to a lost and dying world. There's a world out there that's going to hell if we don't get them saved. Uh, brother, you can't get uh, lost people in the church to get them saved anymore. The world has got too much going on out there. So if we can get them saved out there in the highways and the hedges and the bushes, they'll come into church and the church will grow. And that's what we're wanting to see is the church grow and see people saved. And uh, uh, I'll get back to the Gideon part now, yeah. Uh, since 1899, the Gideons have, uh, did you get my scripture? I got some scripture too, uh, over in, uh, well I had it marked. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11 says, uh, so, shall, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. God's Word is powerful. And that's what our ministry is about, is, is God's Word. Since 1899, the Gideons uh, has given out more than $1.6 billion. That word starts with a B. Billion. 1.6 billion Bibles around the world. We're in 193 different countries, and these scriptures are printed in more than 90 different languages. And that's all the numbers I'm going to throw at you this morning. We're still at work. Gideon's handing out God's Word. We're going into countries wherever they'll let us. Uh, there's many countries out there that don't want us yet. But listen, pray that God will open their eyes. Listen, the world is blinded today. Our eyes are closed to the truth. Listen, this is the truth. This right here. And this will set you free, the Bible says. The truth will set us free. And that's our ministry this morning, is to try to get a, a copy of God's Word in, into someone's hand. 
I want to just share with you a few uh, uh, testimonies that, that have come, uh, come to us about uh, receiving a copy of God's Word. Uh, this uh, here says, when I, was, uh, when I first saw John, he was sitting on a bucket on the sidewalk, leaning against the wall. John lost both of his legs from the knees down to uh, diabetes. Uh, you people are familiar, familiar with that. It's a very uh, dreadful disease, and, and it, it can leave you in bad shape. But anyway, he's sitting there with two artificial legs on, and uh, he's got a, a, a cardboard sign that read, Please help. And many of you have seen these around in our area, you know, people needing help. Well, uh, Randy's on his way to work, and he really ain't got time to stop and talk to him, you know. But he did stop and tell him about an agency where he, he could get some food or or, uh, you know, a place uh, 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 to spend the night or something, you know, that sort of help. And he was on his way. But uh, as he left, uh, John said to him, uh, thank you for this free gift. And uh, Randy said it reminded me of the Gideons of handing out testaments on campuses or in schools, you know, a free gift. Said something just told him to turn around and go back, talk with John. He goes back and just sits down by, begins to talk to him. He said he had a little extra time that morning and begins to talk to John. He begins to ask him about his relationship with Christ and uh, said, if you were to die right now, would you go to heaven? And John says, well, I hope so. That's where many people are today is I hope so. Folks, this is not a hope so. You better know. You better know where you're going. There's only one of two places that you can go, heaven or hell. Uh, and, and, and it's just that simple. You, you better know. The Bible says, by this we know that we have passed from death unto life. Because why? We love the brethren. Couldn't you just feel the love and the, the warmth here this morning? Oh, the Spirit was here so real. And, 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 and God is so real. And His Word is real. And His Word is powerful. And it'll accomplish that that it's sent to do. And it'll reach lost souls if we can just get it out there. Well, getting back to John and Randy here. Randy uh, asked him, you know, and he says, well, I hope so. He says, I've been a pretty good uh, person recently, and I'm counting on that to, to, to get me in. And uh, John continued sharing his past sins and situations uh, that he now faced in life. And, uh, Randy says, well, my story is not quite maybe as exciting as yours, but he says, I was still lost, and I needed Jesus, and you need Jesus too. And, and he began to share with him. He took out a little testament, and he turned to the back of it. In the back of this little testament is the plan of salvation. And he began to share with him those scriptures and, and the plan of salvation and how God loved him. Old John gave his life to Christ right there on the street. And he says, you know, I got up this morning and I wasn't going to come out here. But he says, I just felt like I needed to come out here today. And he says, there was a reason I needed to come here. Randy, you passed by and led me to Christ. And I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for taking the time to share Christ with me. A little testament, a little time, 
God's word, God's spirit, a lost soul was snatched from the fires of hell. And that's wonderful. God's word is powerful and it, it, it's so wonderful. Then another one. God said when I was in college, I, I was stopped by a Gideon that was handing out testaments. And he said, just to be polite, I took one because he says, I'm a staunch atheist. I didn't want one. But he says, you know, I wanted to be nice to the gentleman. I took one. Stuck it down in my backpack and went on my way. Two years later, his life was in disarray. And he was down and out and didn't know what to do. And he says, something brought to my mind that little testament that that Gideon was handing out. He said, I went and hunted up that backpack, dug down in it, found that little testament and he said I begin to read in it and he says God save my soul and he says I'm a different man now and my life has turned around and life is so much better because of just a little copy of God's word you know when we hand these out at school we don't know I mean yeah it's just a child getting it but you know they can take it home and lay it down on a shelf and the parent can read it it can convict adults there has been cases where whole families because of one little testament came to know Christ it has a snowballing effect folks it's real and it's powerful and that's our ministry is to see people saved you know uh, uh, to, to bring people into the church uh, where they can fellowship like we've been doing here this morning. My, I can't tell you enough how marvelous it is to meet together with Christian people in heavenly places. It's marvelous. It's wonderful. We draw strength from one another. Gideons meet together on Saturday morning and have fellowship. We read God's word and we pray over requests. We pray for churches. We pray for pastors. Fellowship together. You draw strength from one another. We also had a testimony of, of uh, God and his mercy and forgiveness. Old uh, Christos Tazan uh, grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, and he had a, a bad relationship with his father. Very distant, unaffectionate father. And uh, his life took a turn for uh, downhill, if you will. He became involved in drugs and, and alcohol, and, and he was just, you know, he was going downhill fast. He was a mechanic by day and a drug addict by night, and uh, his, his life was just tumbling toward destruction. And uh, he, he got into a high-speed chase with the uh, policeman, uh, which ended in a very violent and, and bad situation. He went to prison for it. Uh, his first year or so in prison, he was contemplating the whole time how he could end the life of this officer that caught him and put him in prison. But while he was in there, he met some other inmates that seemed to be happy and joyful and, and, and at peace with himself. And he began to inquire, what, what, you know, what, what's going on here? And uh, they said, come and see. And they had a, a Bible study uh, during the day there. And they invited him. And he went and he began to listen to God's word and to listen to their testimonies. And uh, 
he, he asked the chaplain, he says, could I have one of those Bibles that the Gideons place here? They gave him one and he began to read it. God changed his heart. Gave him a new outlook on life. He spent his prison time and when he got out, he went to work at the Wycliffe Bible Translator Center in Catalina, Arizona there. And uh, he's a chaplain there today and he also uh, works with those that when they're discharged from prison, have built their time that uh, help them to get back into society, you know. Uh, when you lose 10 or 15, 20 years of your life, why, society don't stop, you know, it keeps going. And so uh, he's at work there. And he says, I'm sure glad I don't serve a God that is like my earthly father. God has shown to me so much love and mercy. Isn't that marvelous? Isn't that marvelous? God's work is so powerful. And it'll accomplish that that it's sent to do. You may be wondering, well, how could I help in this ministry? Pray for us. Pray that God will continue to open doors for us to give out His Word. Through your giving, this little testament costs $1.35 to print and send anywhere around the world. Those Bibles that are left in hotels, they cost $5. And we're told that 2,300 people has the It has the potential of reaching 2,300 people over a six-year lifespan. So God's Word is being used today to bring people to Christ. You might be interested in becoming a Gideon. If you're a businessman or a professional man and a Christian, a born-again child of God, then we'd love to have you. See us. We'd love to talk to you. Listen, I appreciate the opportunity of being here this morning. Uh, You've been very attentive. Thank you so much. Brother Kenny, you come and close the service as you see fit. I can't tell you what the Word of God means to me. I'm thankful today to be saved. And I'm thankful that somebody took God's Word and shared it with me and led me in a prayer to invite the Lord Jesus into my heart and to forgive me of my sins. Um, this Even this morning, I, I was reading and um, 138th Psalm, verse 2 says, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. And I put circles around these next words. It says, for thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. Now the name Jesus is a powerful name. You remember Peter and John, when they approached the temple, the man there was crippled, never had walked. They simply said, in the name of Jesus, rise up. And the man rose up. He was healed. But he says, Bible, the word says, his word is is above his name. And when I think of his word, I think of how precious his word is. I mean, it it is precious. Uh, I'm glad and I'm thankful uh, that I have many copies of God's word. I don't have to hunt when I say I'm, I'm looking for my Bible. I don't have to hunt it. I hope you don't have to hunt yours. I hope you know where your Bible is and you need to read it. Every day is an opportunity just to read God's holy word and it will become precious to you. And if you read it long enough, you'll realize that no, there's no errors there and the word will become pure uh, to you. And when you read it, as Brother Brother Billy made mention several times, it is a powerful tool. Sometimes people say, well, I just don't know what to say. Hey, just share the scripture. 
again, I'm thankful uh, to, to have memorized a lot of scripture. No, I don't know a whole bunch and a whole lot, but there is a lot that I do know and that I can quote from memory. If I were to get caught without a physical copy uh, that I can quote enough to lead somebody to Jesus, that I can quote enough to comfort those who have a broken heart, that I can comfort those that are having trouble, that I can comfort those that are seeking God's will. This morning, uh, as you heard Brother Billy share testimonies of people who were lost and because of a Bible, God's holy word, they were saved. So I just want to simply say, if you've never been saved, today is the day. Jesus himself said today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow because tomorrow never comes. Not yesterday, because yesterday's gone forever. But today is the day. Brother Mark's going to come and lead us in our hymn of invitation. If you're lost, I beg you to come this morning. Maybe you, you haven't been close to the Lord as you should have been. The altar's open for you to come. Repent. Ask God to forgive you and put you back and give you the joy of your salvation that you once had. And maybe you've been thinking about, hey, I, I'd love to join that church. Well, today's the day. You can't join tomorrow. We won't be here tomorrow. We're here today. And the Lord's here today. And I invite you, I encourage you, whatever way God might have spoken to you through his holy word today, that you would respond to him because he loves you. Father, I pray for every person in this room, God, that your will be done in their life. I thank you for Brother Billy and all those who serve as a Gideon. Lord, that you continue to open doors for them. Provide money that they can buy more Bibles and distribute these Bibles. God, we love you. We thank you for the opportunity you've given us today to hear stories about your precious word. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Mark.